I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy. We talking about Twitter. Ripple yoy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple yoy. I believe in the United States of America, and I believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Coach T, besides my Lord and Savior, Coach T, Savior. Let Matt Canada cook. All right, it's time for what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation, exposing all the hot and toxic takes. I'm Kyle Kreiss. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. On the ones and twos, center field, number 18, Andy Van. We got a bit. I, I think we got a big show today. I think we do too, because it's just so much has been going on. Oh, to God, I'm going to tease the player that the Steelers did dirty mm. in these cuts. Okay? okay, and and it's not you know it's not Kendrick Green, it's not Dotson, it's okay. not whatever. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, I've never seen the Steelers do someone this dirty. Mm. Okay. Also, the Vegas Vegas odds are sneaky Vegas odds. We know Vegas thinks nine wins, but. Okay. I found some sneakier Vegas odds that might be uh, might have good news oh, for even better for uh, low Steelers fans. Mm-hmm. But the uh, it's you know last week we talked about the hype and yes. I didn't think the hype could get any bigger. Mm. But the, I think the hype is even bigger this week. I think so too. Uh, Chewy hit the hyperdrive. Oh, <laughs> Chewy. 
Ah, all right. The, well, the hyperdrive might be dying, but <laughs> the takes sure aren't. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the takes. First up, Dejan Kovacevic mm-hmm. at Dejan underscore Kovacevic. This is the greatest first team preseason in the history of everything. He's kind of right. I mean, because that's just the thing. I mean, what I think what we kind of get hung up on when they have the really good preseason is that, like, does this guarantee success in the regular season? Absolutely not. But that having been said, you can't say the first team preseason could have gone much better. The only thing is to maybe say the running game could have looked a little bit better at times. But then as soon as I say that, I remembered Jalen Warren, I think, is still running to Buffalo. So, no, <laughs> that's so. Yes, this this is is true. I mean, it's you can't statistically have a better first team preseason than this. So no matter how this season goes, are we going to look back at August of 2023 and with fond memories? I and- think we're going to forget it by the third quarter of the Niners game. But- but it's but uh, 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 but I mean for now and this bizarre seventeen day layover mm. that uh, yeah that I think we we've concluded the greatest first team preseason in the history of anything I think it's it, all it's kind of led to and it's just hit me now is a different kind of tension. Like before the tension was, was this team good enough versus now it's, oh my God, is this team going to live up to these expectations? I think that's a very different tension. Well, that's not even, you know, the hottest take. Let's uh, let's see if there's anything hotter. He's heating up. We've got <laughs> at the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi. Steelers offense is going to shock the football world. You know, what is what is it like the uh, like little giants with Rick Moranis <laughs> where this team is just going to rise from out of nowhere and get their act together? Well, I mean, I, I, one, I don't know if it's necessarily out of nowhere at this point. And two, I mean, usually Filippone, who's very good at throwing out the hot take that gets I mean, we mentioned the guy once a week. We've done this now for yeah. almost two years, which is kind of depressing now that I said. But I mean, but I think shock the football world, even in all caps, is a very vague term. I mean, that, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, 30 points a game. I think, you know, I mean, we've said, because I've heard smarter people than me say it, that if the Steelers finish in the top half of offense, then this uh, uh, off, then this team should be very good. And I would find that quite shocking to the football world. It, I mean, yeah. What I mean, when we started 13-0 and or whatever a couple of years back, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that wasn't, that was the most shocking yes. of an offense we've had in a while, but I don't, I still don't feel like that was world shocking. I, I don't think it was world shocking because it wasn't like they were blowing a lot of teams out even then, even before you started to see the rust in that team, like the weird comeback against the Cowboys and the, you know, struggling against uh, 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 the Ravens and all that. But it's, but yeah, it was, you know, that team was just doing just enough to win just it just happened to do it 13 times in a row and i don't need us to shock right you know i just need us to win yes right? exactly and but shock the football world could be you know uh keep continually winning games especially if you think this team's going to win nine games and the <laughs> offense comes out it's pretty hot then you could stand to be shocked i don't know that i have a an opinion that's worth expressing yeah I, same same i don't know about the shock factor uh <laughs> But that's not even the hottest take. Finish him. We've got at Boston Connor 
foot football. But what a great name! Just, uh, it's football. Did you talk to him? I know it's preseason, but the Steelers <laughs> might win eighteen games in the regular season somehow this year. Screw seventeen and zero, which has never happened. Right. We're going to do eighteen and zero. I like to think that Mister Football is doing this to mock the uh, 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 runaway hype, but perhaps he's not. It. Um. I, I will say that, and I've kind of come around to this in the last week or so, is that it's 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 okay to let yourself get carried away right now it really sort of is i mean for a team that has been for you know the word that dare not speak its name rebuilding <laughs> for a couple years and maybe they're at the end of that process maybe they're just another step past it i think it's okay to get hyped okay all right we mock ourselves oh i'm all you know i'll exactly. mock myself then i'm i'm pretty i'm feeling hyped too. I, I know you are i didn't mean to imply that you weren't um and this is uh you know this isn't this isn't hotter than those takes but i you know i think this is similarly hot at wpxi final word the final word tonight's topic adam crowley on twitter said steelers wideout george pickens will be a top five receiver in the nfl this season agree or disagree i mean that would shock that might shock yeah. me yeah i think i would be pretty shocked too because that doesn't necessarily mean they're winning a lot of games and it also doesn't necessarily mean that the offense is like great great but um but yeah i mean it's just because then that means he's getting the ball a lot more than deontay but you also do still have to get the ball to you know pat and uh, uh you're running the ball with Najee a lot which they're very intent on doing so um so for that that would i would be genuinely shocked to see that one as well yeah i'm kind of i mean you know i don't we don't really talk stats or fantasy no. but i don't expect uh, any single stealer, maybe maybe Najee might be the closest. I don't expect some kind of like stat monster to arise, even if we're even if we're a top fifteen offense. Right, and I I think you kind of hit where I was going with it. Whereas like I the one I really could see is Najee if they do run the offense as much through him as they'd like to, particularly with everything they've done with the offensive line. Um, we've got uh, you know you can't ignore the Kenny hype. Oh my God, they groomed, groomed Kenny. <laughs> I still think that's Vincent Price. I could be wrong. <laughs> and, uh, the Kenny hype continues at Pickensburg. Pickensburg, Tino. I'm being completely honest. After watching this last preseason game, give me Kenny Pickett over Patrick Mahomes. I've seen enough. Um, I, you know, it's like he has been on the level of next level. You know, it looks like he is kind of becoming a next level well, quarterback no, no, it's, and it's okay for you to think that Pickett is a franchise caliber quarterback that's it's good to think that I mean Mahomes is an all-time great at the absolute prime of his powers I mean that's absurd but the idea that Pickett has taken a step forward is uh, to become uh not just a legitimate starter but someone that makes the players around him better I think that's something you really can entertain as a fan I mean it it is something that hits me and I read these tweets is that like when the team is losing social media kind of feeds into this vortex text where it's like there's a competition to say the most negative thing and then when it goes in the opposite direction there's a similar instinct there as well to who could say the most positive thing well i think pickett's a franchise quarterback well i think he's better than mahomes well i think george pickens is an offensive mvp like it just that is the same thing that says like oh you should fire everybody and uh I'll move the team to uh, washington county it's that same <laughs> instinct just uh, uh, applied in a different direction. And I think Tomlin is the greatest Steelers coach. 
who's who's ready to go with that with me? You know, because 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 uh, you know, if if we turn this team into a real contender, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like a complete transformation when we only had you could say one off year. I mean, sure, we've had five years without a playoff win, mm-hmm. but I really only last year was. Maybe the off year, I don't right? Know. That would be the one with the rookie quarterback. Yeah. I mean, no, if they're if they're a, if they're a, if they're a very good team this year, that that changes. I don't know if it necessarily changes a lot of narratives, but it's truly an impressive accomplishment. Um, how about at J A S R I football J P A football visual proof of just how excellent Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett was first in yards per attempt. First in first down percentage, a perfect 158.3 passer rating. Mm -hmm. Second in completion percentages, zero turnovers, multiple touchdowns, um... You know, I mean the, the the stats the stats don't lie, right? Oh yeah, no. I mean it's 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 totally acceptable to think he's taken a step forward. I don't know if you mention it, but it's you know everyone has to throw out that same thing about how you know the years that the Lions and the Browns won zero games. They went four and zero in the preseason, but there's a very big difference in winning a preseason game versus doing it in the fourth quarter versus the first quarter, where it yeah. actually does mean something versus when it really doesn't. Yeah, and this and- fourth quarter on the road in a in a in a division opponent yeah exactly so it's so i mean in the preseason so that means a lot so it's you know i mean obviously the buccaneers and the falcons maybe aren't the best teams in the nfl i i get that but i mean you know this Steelers schedule is easier than it's been in the last so many years there's not every single team is the chiefs or the eagles allegedly yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um well you know, just because he's QB1 and he's about to be the, you know, the next gold jacket, he's still making <laughs> some rookie mistakes out there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's now and look and, and look, of course, your franchise quarterback is going to endorse. We already yeah, know yes, he it should. You, you know, know, he's got that those uh those energy bars that we showed with the oh, giant hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, "What?" Yeah. He's got he's got the car dealership that mm-hmm. got his car stolen from, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So yeah, he's lining up <laughs> the endorsements. Um uh-huh. But this one, I don't know. He's uh, it's now Levin Furniture. Okay. Let's let's take a listen here. Sure. Uh, are we gonna take a listen here? Started looking for furniture. Uh, we were really drawn to Levin because of their shared values as us and giving back into the community. Okay, let's pause it there. Okay. Oh come on! All the tech is going wrong. So they really love. Levin that furniture. That is a weird, ugly bed seat. What is that? Like, I mean, come on. He's showing up for the commercial shoot in. Looks like he just got out of the gym with these shorts. Yeah, I think did. you know if he if he doesn't if he if the if he leans back any further, I'm going to see his Xavier Grimble. I, I, yeah, I <laughs> it is, again, that is an odd piece of furniture. I would not want in my house. It looks like you're thinking like, oh, you forgot to put a cover on it. I guess is it a bed? It's is one. It? Of the, it's like those uh, Tempur Pedic mattresses. Like, oh, like you, you can't okay. get up. You know, but it's like all right, Kenny, come on. It looks like the kind of thing that like if I had it and I had a guest sleep on it, like I'd be qualifying a lot to be like, yeah, you know, it was on sale. I mean, you just stay in here for a night so yeah i you know i mean look i'm a levin well I, i'm not a levin shopper oh, that's okay. i'm more of a gabe's shopper okay, myself okay. Nothing wrong with but gabe's. you know if i go up to mount pleasant uh and get some levin furniture you could see that but uh-huh. kenny pickett the uh seven million dollar bonus 
um, <laughs> is not buying, you know, the $300 sofa. I don't uh, know. I mean, I, I could see. I mean, I, I think that. But then every time I see them get on the plane, they're all carrying grocery bags with their 100 with their big expensive suitcases. So, I mean, maybe not. But it uh, but those plastic bags. But um, but no, I mean, it's it's I did notice from what we've seen in this ad. Uh, I heard a lot of uh, his wife talking and not so much of Kenny. Like at um, him kind of you know, smiling or just kind of sitting there. Oh, there's Kenny saying Yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. Let's keep it going here. Let's see if we got the... Uh... And once we got here, we realized their wide selection and great customer service, and it was a no-brainer. On the field, I'm pretty used to giving out directions, and then off the field, especially, you know, designing a home, I kind of revert to the experts and... Yeah, designing a home and maybe dressing up in public. Um, <laughs> That's true. She wore a nice, I mean, she wore jeans, but she wore a blazer, all this. He very much rolled out of bed. If I'm Levin, if I'm, you know, Charles Levin there, I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, maybe some slacks and uh, a button down or something. I, mean, a- I mean, the t-shirt's fine, but again, but even just like sweats, like it's something, I mean, she's wearing jeans. I mean, maybe you didn't want to have both people in jeans, but I could see slacks too. And, Look at uh, that watch. He's wearing, he's, his watch costs more than the couch they sell at oh, Levin. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Uh, yes. It's um no 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 but I did like that 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 she got to, and also it's just interesting in the dialogue like she got to say the things that would actually get endued under furniture and he had to do multiple <laughs> takes of on the field I'm a leader but here when it comes to furniture I defer to the experts uh, like I'm not buying it I'm not buying that right. you're a Levin shopper you know I, I mean. <laughs> Look, and Levin does support, you know, they do have, they support the oh, symphony, causes, the yeah. Red Cross, oh, you yeah. know, Levin Children's Hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not full. Okay. Or, or or maybe just snazz it up, Kenny. I don't know. I don't know what I'm more, what I got. Well, but more. I mean, but it's, it's like everything else we're talking about. Okay, this is part of the grooming process. This is something you're <laughs> developing. I mean, it's, to, you know, this is how it starts with the local furniture place. And then hopefully soon it's, you know, some bigger national campaign. Um, let's take a, a break early because okay. we've got this new uh, HelloFresh oh, yeah, yeah. sponsor. If you're yeah, if you're watching on on the network, uh, we have the HelloFresh sponsorship. And look, I've been I, I, I've been doing HelloFresh since before the pandemic because oh, great. when this when the run on the grocery stores went, I was like, I'm gonna this is my, how I'm gonna do it. Good. But now they're offering a free breakfast for wow. every new subscriber, and oh, I'm like, wow. well, what about the lifetime subscribers yeah, over you here? Deserve some eggs. That's going to be my new slogan. I deserve some eggs. All right. uh, Coming up in the second half, the dirtiest. I mean, the Steelers have done a player dirty like never before. Okay. We'll be back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you. 
It's the it's more than the second half. It's the it's the three quarters of okay. left in the show. Two thirds. Two thirds. The second and third period, like a hockey game. Oh, there we go. All right, we promised roster talk. Right, okay. everyone wants to talk rosters. The rosters are here. Mm-hmm. Fifty-three men are here. Wow. This is when, if anything, I think this is when the insiders should have uh, some inside information. Okay. Whether or not. We're going to keep this player or not. If anything, if anything, an insider should know who are the players to be keep and who are the players to be cut. The only thing I can see, the only counter argument I can see to that, and it's not a strong one, is that, that just that I, with this one cut down day, it's not. I mean, and obviously, some teams are cutting players. and The Steelers were days ahead of time where it's like that giant crush of all these dudes are available. I can see, well, we didn't know that guy was going to be available. So we signed him like that king gentleman they brought in the other day. Yeah. It, um, but yeah, but I mean. It's a, this would be one where you'd like to think because I mean they want the players to know too as soon as possible so that they can find somewhere. So yeah, so I can see your point there. I well, mm-hmm. you know my hypothesis is there are no insiders right. at least in the Steelers, and I think this proves it. Let's get to at D Lolly underscore PGH Dale Lolly the Steelers dot com mm-hmm. reporter. Yes, right the official on the squad thing. Yeah. Looks like the Steelers are getting a six-round pick for Kendrick Green from the Texans, according wow. to Tom. Pis- so he doesn't—he's getting his info from someone else. You telling me that Bert can't text him? Like, hey, the cuts are in. We traded this guy. It does seem like Bert should be able to text him. I mean, this could be a professional. What's the word I'm trying to say? A professional uh, 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 kindness to this Pelissaro guy. But yeah, it w- you would think that somebody would let Dale know that uh, they traded uh, Kendrick away. So you know, I just was like, what? You're the Steelers.com guy, and you're referencing. Some- someone else so that just tells me that the Steeler tight lips sink ships or something yes no that's exactly what they do and they're not let and that's how tight the lips are is that I mean this is an amazing trade that they were able to get a six-round pick for Kendrick Crane yeah yeah. well yeah besides Mm -hmm. the yeah the trade is great I'm just I'm more focused on right oh yeah 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 the lack of inside (laughs) info and when it comes and look at let's look at who made all these 53-man predictions okay and and uh, you know, I tracked them all. I tracked Ray yes, Fittipaldo from the PPG, mm-hmm. um, Alex Kazora, mm-hmm. um, Alan Pope, Popejoy from USA Today, oh, okay. Chris know. Adamansky from okay. the Trib, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Bryan, mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated, Alan Saunders from mm-hmm. he's WPXI, uh-huh. Steel Curtain Network, okay? Mm-hmm. And who would have the best 53-man predictions? You would think some of these insiders, right? Okay. Turns out... Steel Curtain Network really did the best. Hey, look I mean, at us. Yeah, and by us, I mean someone other than me. But yeah, yeah, I didn't make any predictions. No, I mean, not at all. Not, not on paper. Not it, on paper. Yeah. But yeah, but some, some of these, ideas. I've I've you know I like like let's look at the wideout. There are really only six rooms where there was debate on yeah. these on these fifty three men rosters. Mm-hmm. Like let's look at the wideout room. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, Fittipaldo had all six. So did mm-hmm. Popejoy, Chris Adamansky. Steel Curtain Network did too. Yeah. Uh, you know, then I look at people like like. Al Kazoras, you know, is is like the premier mind on yes, Steelers. He does very well, and he's like no Gunner. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, you know, I when, ever since Kenny said Gunner is my number four, I thought, oh, Gunner's yeah. making this roster. Uh, that's not going to have me think any less of Kazora, though. But I no. mean, the man's analysis is incredible. But yes, but that's but that was as clear a sign then that unless something dramatic happened, they were going to keep Gunner. 
Um, I'll give let's give let's give Alex credit because he and Dave Bryan had Dylan Cook on there, which is which is a stunning story. I mean, this guy was what a quarter. I I, I think somebody retweeted the what they call Grizz in the game or Grizz in the show Montana Grizzlies to make the NFL the actual Montana Grizzlies Twitter account pointed that out there, and I just like I just like that Grizz in the game or whatever they called it. But there was <laughs> and this guy was like their quarterback or something, and they made him into an offensive lineman, and he made an NFL roster. That, he beat guys that have been doing this their whole lives. Like, that's really something. I think he was working at Walmart, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is this is real American dream kind of stuff. Like, um, the, let's, uh, what, uh, the defensive line room was, you know, of mm-hmm. course, that was the big conversation, you know, that can only keep so many of these guys. So I don't blame, uh, you know, the people who didn't get that right, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Brendan Fajoko, you know. Right. But the, there were guys who said no to Montrevious Adams, like Pope Joy for the USA Today and anyone else. No, that might have been the only one. But it's just like not – oh, SI. SI also had no Montrevious Adams. So I feel like – you know, these are. I feel like he was been running with the ones the whole time. I, I think that's yeah, and I feel like I touched on this the other week. But you saying that really cements home for me is how difficult it is to determine some of these bubble guys from watching the preseason games. Because like, because when you'd watch Adams, you're like, okay, is he running with the ones because he's actually one of the ones, or is he running with the ones because we want to see as much as possible of what he's got? Versus, so I so I mean, I I feel like we brought that up, and I looked at, it, I said, I don't know. I imagine he's on this team but i you know but that could also but i could also have been swayed into that argument about like okay we're gonna keep trotting them out there as much as possible to see if there's something to them the other room uh let's focus on corners Mm -hmm. because everyone was saying you know how are we gonna get rid of james pierre Mm -hmm. and i've been saying special teams counts and that's why pierre's been a roster Mm -hmm. uh lock and so kazora had pierre pope joy for the usa today uh, Alan Saunders and Steel Curtain Network. Um, I mean, as as we as we speak, he's yes. still on the roster. I was going to say that might have changed. They brought in that King guy. I mean, it's it's so. I mean, today, tomorrow. It. Uh, I mean, Pierre. Pierre might be fifty three. There's a non-zero chance of that too. That's true. A, although well, I although in this in this moment, mm-hmm. uh, I still think. When it comes to inactives, I think Pierre will get the helmet for special teams, and this new addition will have to take some time to learn. You know, it could be. I mean, it's it's. I know he's someone they liked, but uh, but uh, King, but it um, but yeah, no. I mean, Pierre, I think is is you're not going to be able to train big and fast. Uh, they've been trying to do that with Pierre for many years. And, um, I, I, I mean, it's, it's again, it's hard to figure out exactly where those battles were. And it very well might have been Pierre versus Muse and not Pierre versus Wallace or Pierre versus uh, any of the other corners. And it's and maybe Pierre, you know, unfortunately got the break when Trice went down, too. And the fact that, you know, Joey Porter Jr. hasn't contributed to a lot of teams yet. He right. has some, some, yeah. but not uh, not mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, some more roster takes. At Alex Kazora, Alex Kazora, the Steelers failed Kendrick Green more than Kendrick Green failed the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They considered him a day one ready center. He was anything but. Um, is it that they failed him or that they just had high hopes? Uh, I think it, it's a, 
where that middle ground is between the two of them. I mean, I, I, it's it's trotting him out there immediately and giving him Pouncey's number. In retrospect, that was maybe not the best idea. But it's and also he didn't play center much in college, as I remember. At <laughs> all, I don't think. Yeah, he was. It was a guard, and it was. And also too, this was uh, that was still Adrian Clem, right? Was the offensive lineman then? Wasn't uh, was it the coach then, or was it because it wasn't Meyer entirely? It might have been the other guy, Sarrett, if it wasn't Clem. You're right. Uh, Clem was in there, but yeah, he yeah, yeah and, and then he was he left that season. Right. Yeah. So it's so I mean there's a, so I mean it's that's sort of where I got to the point where maybe where I kind of agree with more so that they failed Kendrick versus not. I mean I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Kendrick does eke out a good lengthy career somewhere else, maybe as a guard, maybe as a backup guard. I mean, what's the story? What was the guy Craig Urban? Craig Urban, yeah, yeah, that's the one I always think of. Is that what was he fourth third or was he? He might have been a third too. I think you're right, and it was you know, and he just wasn't right for the Steelers system at all, and had a good career uh, 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 over there at uh, uh, was it Broncos, Bills, maybe both. At, um... All right. Well, this is the moment that I've been teasing Please. Uh, because they really did do one Steeler dirty in their cut. And I'm not talking about Kendrick Green. You know, maybe if hey, maybe we did him wrong, but the Steeler, we really did dirty. Uh, we have to go to at Three Rivers Carting, Three Rivers Carting. The Steelers loved us so much, they decided to come back for more. Once again, thank you, Steelers. They're throwing the axes. Mm -hmm. I see Terrell Austin playing um, beanbag toss, cornrow. What's that game called? Cornhole? Uh, 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 Cornhole, I think. And they're doing that, the go-karts. And this was on Sunday, Mm -hmm. right? The day after, they cut... Eight players. So eight <laughs> players got cut on Saturday. Didn't get to go go-karting. Right. Even worse, though, mm-hmm. wide receiver Aaron Krushank. I guess that's how you say it, yeah. Was released Sunday morning. <laughs> doesn't get to go play go-karts, and they have to let him go. You know, Everyone else is right. getting on the bus exactly. to go to Three Rivers Karting, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, go up and, uh, go up and see Mr. Yeah. Khan. Yeah. <laughs> And he gets sent directly to jail. No, do not pass go. Well, I mean, I, I, the one thing I will say is that, um, I mean, it's not like uh, 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 this is somebody who'd put real roots down in the area. I think <laughs> I think when they cut him, he'd been on the team for nine days at that point. That was his ninth day. It, I mean, obviously, that's still, that's a tough way to start the week. That is not a Sunday fun day. It's the exact antonym, in fact. I would I just like, let me at least go play some cornhole. Right, and it's true. Did you have to cut the guy before the go-karts? Like, it's we didn't have, we had two... Maybe that's almost what they decided to do. It's like, ah, we got an odd number, you know? I mean, we're going to cut this guy at, at, at 8 p.m. anyway. Maybe just, you know, yeah. take care of it now. Huh? So I, that's who I feel bad for is uh, <laughs> Mr. Crushank. I want to invite him out here. We'll go We'll go throw some axes. We'll throw some, I've never done the axe throwing. So many people do it, and they say it's lovely. They say they have yeah. a real nice time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would. I see, the, as someone, like, I've broken my thumb five or six times, so, I'm, so like, I can't go to the batting cages anymore. So, like, I worry about, not that, like, you know, throwing the axe, but I just even worry about having that thing, and I don't know. Well, let's look at the roster right now. If You know, because we, we still have five game day inactives through all right. this. If you had to guess, tell me, these are my guesses. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Anthony McFarlane. He didn't dress last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at... Cook, you know, even though undrafted, uh, made the made the fifty three. I, I think Cook is a pretty safe guess. Yeah, Louder Milk spent a lot of time inactive last year. I don't see if that's changing. Uh Louder Milk. I agree with Louder Milk. It's the other three that I don't have, and I don't have the roster in front of me, so it's harder to figure out. But it, uh, I, I'm not sure about Golden. I think Golden does play just because they like to spell TJ so much. 
act on. Okay, I, I was only thinking, you know, because there's only right now four inside linebackers. Right. And the three main ones are going to play. And yes. Mark Robinson has been contributing on special they, teams. So he's going to be out there playing teams, yes. Herb Big is playing special teams. Mm-hmm. Even though he's a rookie and, you know, that he's the TJ Watt 2.0, <laughs> he's going to be dressing. Mm-hmm. People say Gunner might be inactive, but... I don't know. Just when I hear Kenny, he's playing special team. He's been contributing to right. special teams. And the way Kenny says he's my number four, I you know I still want to see some Calvin Austin before I'm willing to not dress Gunner. Right, and they're and it's not like they're not going to dress Calvin Austin. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, unless he yeah, unless he fumbles or something. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other option would be this new corner who, like I said, I think, you know, might still need a week to learn. It could. I mean, I could see him taking a week off. I could I could see them making Pierre inactive, too. I mean, it depends really, on with how, the special far, team? I mean, well, you, how far this guy gets. Out. Well, I mean, you got because you still have Boykin on special teams. You still have Killebrew at, uh, you know, two genuinely great special teamers, one of which they built. I don't think Boykin had the same reputation when he came to Pittsburgh. I think he's really become a great special teamer here. Well, you know, if it's not James Pierre, then mm-hmm. it's going to have to be Joey Porter Jr. Or because Elijah Riley is already playing. He's playing good special share. teams. Yes. Maybe that Chandlin Sullivan. Or Sullivan. At, uh, yeah, and that's and in fact that if maybe maybe King takes the position from him as opposed to Pierre too. I don't know how much special team Sullivan plays, but he also had some real nice plays in the preseason. I mean, I know they were against the backups, but that tip the interception to yourself and catch it on the way down. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Whoever's throwing it. But, I mean, the fact is, this is good we're having this discussion. I mean, I, I forget if it was Kazor or somebody else to put up last year's roster, get, you know, at the f- final cut to this year's roster, and it's a tremendous improvement. I mean, if you if we were doing this a year ago, who are your five inactives? It would have taken up half the show. Yeah. We'd have been trying. We, we'd, we'd each had eight. <laughs> um, well, it's you know, we, we can't all be rosy. They're still... Blame uh, Canada! Although, blame Canada for... The good news. Let's go to at Mark Cabali. Mark Cabali, Steelers preseason MVP. No, it's not Kenny. No, it's not George. Mm-hmm. It's Matt Canada. That's how you get social media engagement. <laughs> that is how you get the the people looking at your post. And it's and again, I, I'm glad we found a second smiling picture of Canada to use for this. It's not the one on the field. It's the one. At the, this is the one at the press conference where I think he says something like, "I'm not going to answer that." How can I answer that? <laughs> yeah. What did Cabali? What he? Oh, he oh, asked him. He asked if. Uh, if they should teach uh, Connor Hayward, because I guess Connor Hayward maybe got away with a little pushes oh. on the touchdown he scored or something, okay. and they're like, "Well, uh, are you gonna are you gonna teach him that you can't really block downfield like that?" And he goes, "No, he, he scored touchdowns. Like, <laughs> like, we teach him to score touchdowns." So I think that was his quote. <laughs> but um, but I mean, again, this is this just shows. I mean, how how you know truly off the how there's no breaks on the hype train is that you can put this up and it's and you're and, and like it's a hot take but it's not an insane take i mean this is you're not just uh trolling people this you could make a case that he is the preseason mvp He's the Tuzar skipper of there 2023. You go. There you go. We might have to rename that to the Canada Award. Since as the Tuzar skipper reference becomes more and more removed than esoteric. Um, hey, but we can't. It's not all praise mm-hmm. at Scarpizio. Scarps seen a lot of apologies to Matt Canada here on the past couple of days, which is odd because it's preseason. I'll be the first to give him credit when there's improvement. If there's improvement. When it, when, it when it counts. When it counts. Um, 
when is when is credit due? Is do we have to wait till we're one and zero? We were one and zero last season. They were one and zero last season. They were one and zero the season before that too. It, um, but uh, and it was, but I mean, and it's and a lot, and it's interesting because it's because in both of those games, you could argue the defense bailed them out, but the offense did make some plays in both games. It, um, I think one, I think a lot of the people saying I'll, I'll, I mean, I can't speak to Mr. Scarpizio, but I think a lot of the people saying I'll give uh, Canada credit when it counts uh, won't. But um, but if but I mean it's it's it, again like everything else in sports it's where you determine this is the point to give credit is uh is it is it blowing out a team is it scoring more points than the other team that's where I would be with it for me I would feel like this offense is truly arrived when they're a threat to score every drive when they have okay. a chance to score each drive I mean that's not saying that you know um I, 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 I mean that to me when I look at this offense and think it's genuinely dangerous. Oh, that would be a thing where I would be impressed. The, that, when it's dangerous. I yeah. like that. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget, if you want there it is. a blame can you want to blame for the good or blame for the bad, the first batch has been sent out. If mm-hmm. you uh, messaged me uh, either on TikTok or on Twitter or just emailed me, whatever. And if you mm-hmm. want the Blame Canada sticker, mm-hmm. just email either yinspod412 at gmail.com, which no one did, and or just <laughs> kylechrice at gmail.com, which is... Um, and we'll send those. Uh, we'll send those your way. There you go. That one landed in my bag. Oh, very yeah. good. All mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's talk D. It can't just be all hot offense, okay? Right. At MP Frazier, Mike Frazier. We've talked a lot about the Steelers starting offense going five for five this preseason, but let's not overlook that the Steelers starting defense didn't give up a single point either. Mm-hmm. This is still a defensive team, is yes. it? Yeah. yeah, I think it, 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 it... Well, I mean, it's still where the most experienced players are. I mean, that's still the part that's... Uh, the more experienced players, the more uh, greater accolades, certainly the more money. Um, and, you know, and that uh, uh, got close a few times. But, yeah, the starting defense really was great this preseason. That's what got back to Kovacevic when this episode started. The first team preseason could not have gone better. I mean, that's... That, I agree with 100%. Well, let's, uh, I hate to jinx us, but Uh here we go at Pat McAfee show, Pat McAfee. (laughs) Can't wait to see what you do this season. TJ Watt, you go over 22 and a half sacks and we'll donate 500,000 to a charity of your choice. Instant jinx. (laughs) That's like, Oh, Hey, if you, uh, if you hit 70 home runs, then uh, you're going to be my favorite player. Well, I mean, if, if, you know, if, if what, I forget who made the thing. Remember when, uh, uh, TJ, you know, hit the Baltimore quarterback behind the line of scrimmage, but they said it wasn't a sack because he was taking a step backwards. Remember that in the Ben's final regular season game? Oh, they wouldn't, they didn't give him the the sack because it was like, because he was trying to run. He wasn't trying to throw. So it didn't count as a sack. So, I mean, that your point is valid, but that's what I thought of when I saw this here is that, you know, and again, I see the argument. Okay. He's about to run. You just hit him too early. So it's not a sack, but it's like, but okay, you hit the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage. You're exactly right. Yeah. Well, 22 and a half sacks. I don't know. It's not. Uh, That's an insane number. And it's hard. Yeah. To call that shot. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and uh, this T. Well, TJ says he wants to break it, but I don't know if he's calling it himself. Yeah. I, but I think, but I, I, but I mean, it's, it's, there's a very small handful of players that ever could. There's still multiple in the game right now that could do it. And TJ certainly one of them. Well, if we're talking expectations, you know. We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five-pound bag. <laughs> Big expectations. Uh, let's go to at 
Yinzer of Steel 07, Steel Yinzer. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to prove them wrong. Uh, we've got the ESPN analytics saying Steelers have a 34.4% chance to make the playoffs. Just a, a, a hair above one out of three. Right, which I don't mind because I can't imagine they, nor should they, uh, factor anything preseason into that. I mean, I imagine this 34.4 hopefully is about where it was at uh, uh, January uh, 8th, uh, 2023. It, uh, I don't know if that number has changed. I'm certainly not looking up ESPN analytics to know that. But um, but if you watch, but if you, if you haven't seen anything of this team from that final game against the Browns to today, then yeah, you're probably at 34.4%. 14 teams make the playoffs? Seven yes, seven. Yes, I want to say yes. Out of thirty-two teams, mm-hmm, is that how mm-hmm. many we have still? Yes. So, so that's, that's a forty-three point seven five percent chance. Yes. Just the average. So okay. ESPN is saying we have a below average chance to make the playoffs. Well, and I think that also figures into maybe the division, maybe the sports toughest division. Uh, 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 you know, yeah. So I mean, so I can see that. So I can see that. Yes. I mean, it's also too. You know, if you were betting, the Steelers have been uh, right on the brink of the playoffs a lot of times recently. <laughs> Well, they should have said 42 and a half percent then. That should have been... Uh, There you go. That is a good point. Um, Or just beneath it, yeah. Well, while we're talking Vegas, we we found the secret Vegas line. Well, I didn't. Let's go to (laughs) at... Chris. Oh, this was good research. I saw Chris this. Halleck from yeah. uh, DK Sports. Chris mm-hmm. Chris Halleck. Mm-hmm. What will the Steelers' record be this season? Vegas seems to think they could win a lot of games. So mm-hmm. Chris went and broke it down. He, it turns out 14 of the Steelers' 17 games have a line set by Vegas. Mm-hmm. Steelers are favored in 10 of those games That's already. Now, That's wild. who's betting on? I, I mean, it's I, I can't think of anything more foolish than to bet on like a week four game. Oh, now. much less a week like 12 game. I mean, this is this is real. If you're listening to this and doing that it's 1-800 gambler (laughs) but according to vegas steelers if we go by the line steelers Mm -hmm. will defeat the browns the raiders the texans the rams the jags the titans packers cardinals patriots and colts Mm -hmm. and will lose to the niners ravens browns and seahawks okay uh now three of those games don't have lines if the steelers were to split those games using Vegas lines, the Steelers will have a twelve and five record, which absolutely gets you into the playoffs and maybe wins the division. But I mean, I think I kind of wonder if these last two things we've talked about are pretty close or pretty similar, just because of the teams you mentioned. That the Steelers are you know set to beat the Browns, Raiders, Texans, Rams, Jaguars, Titans, Packers, Cardinals, Pats, and Colts. Boy, I don't have the ESPN analytics in front of me, but I imagine those teams are sub thirty four point four percent. They a better lot be of them, right. A lot of them. And, uh, maybe not the Jags. Maybe Maybe not the pack, just because apparently they're also having an excellent preseason, from what I understand. But um, which I think is part of the reason that uh, the Steelers hype maybe isn't as crazy in the national side, because uh, Packers apparently had a great one. But um, but yeah, but I think these two stats might be saying a similar thing. So how can I don't understand how Vegas can say, well, the win the win over under is nine and a half or whatever it is, eight and a half. Yeah, but. Then if we go by individual games, we've, we're favored in uh, in twelve games. Well, I mean, a couple things. One, it's I mean, I, I don't know which individual sports book is saying what thing. And secondly, you know, it's it's not about being in eternally consistent it's about getting your money so i mean so there it's about getting you you know someone to put this money down right now at uh and get action on both sides right so you can get plenty of action which uh, each that i don't know i don't know enough about betting to know how you get action on the uh the steelers colts game which i believe <laughs> happens is that's in december right like it, uh, okay it, i mean like the i'm looking at the card are the cards even gonna have a team on the field by right, the time right, we exactly, do yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
if Josh Dobbs is starting, I'll put a few bucks down on this Steelers. Yeah. Sidebar, Josh. Do- I follow Josh on TikTok. Good. He gets to the airport twenty minutes before boarding. Wow. I mean, dude, is that's chaos. Yes. Uh, absurd. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, and, and someone that knows more about aeronautics and uh, flight than I ever will in many life. Well, I know something about waiting in line. <laughs> and you, I mean, you got to, if you're, I mean, you got to be a Josh Allen to get yes. that kind of treatment, not a yes. Josh Dobbs. Yes. But yes, that is. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, all right. He didn't reply to me when I was like, that's straight chaos, man. But, <laughs> um,. More bad news. Uh-oh. This is from at Bill Barnwell. Bill mm-hmm. Barnwell, ESPN. Mm-hmm. Four teams likely to improve. Bears, Broncos, Browns, Rams. Mm-hmm. Four teams likely to decline. Mo- not even decline. Most likely to decline. Most likely to decline. Mm-hmm. Eagles, Giants, Steelers, Vikings. Decline from from nine and eight. I mean, right. you know. Uh, and he says, well, in the since 2017, my columns are 23 and six. My decline column, 24 and five. So... Um, I don't understand the last step. I think he's saying, like, every year he does this, he's right. He gets, like, one pick wrong out of these uh, most likely to decline, most likely to improve. Okay, but if if the decline column is 24 and 5, aren't aren't those teams winning, or am I lost? means his his picks for decline oh. have have uh, have been on have been precise. Okay, okay. I, I took it the opposite way. Like, the teams that were declined were the teams that were winning. That's <laughs> I keep why I picking so, these declining teams. Right, that's winning. why I was... I mean, it's, you know, I mean, he was the one that was turned down to be in the Jaguars' front office, right? It, uh, I mean, I've seen oh. people complain about Barnwell in the past. It um, But, I mean, yeah, the I, I mean, it, you know, it's each of those teams... The other ones I can kind of buy the case for. Did he? Did he go and? Did we see anything past this as elaboration for this? Why the Steelers would decline? It's and, uh It's under a paywall. ESPN. Okay, I'm not, not paying for your content. Okay? No, absolutely not. Prior uh, and Bill away. Barnwell. Yeah. At, uh, a lot but of yeah. I mean, decline. I don't know. Decline would mean. Actually, you know what? If they went nine and eight again, I would say that felt like that, a, that, that would, would feel, feel like, like a, decline. a decline. That would feel like a decline because that because it wasn't growing when a team like it feels like it should. I mean, if they have about an inch injuries, I could see that. But it's hard to look at them right now and think this is a team particularly on the decline. I mean, maybe, but uh, it just seems unlikely. Um, one more thing on expectations mm-hmm. at. Mark Madden X, Mark Madden, have the Steelers changed their culture? How much will it help? And then he goes on to say, what's different is no AB, no Bell, no Juju or Claypool, no narcissists, no distractions, glue guys instead. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like on one hand, I'm kind of like, does he have a point? I don't want to put Juju and Claypool in this distraction. I, I feel, I feel like that's it's sort of different than the other two, uh, dramatically so. It, um, and and you know, and the thing about uh, uh, narcissists and distractions, those those are the kind of things. I mean, they're like diseases; they can flare up at any time. I mean, it's you know, someday the guy that isn't a distraction today could be a distraction tomorrow. But I mean, it's it's been a minute since there is a season where there hasn't been uh, 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 something that feels like this. Well, there really wasn't last year, but I mean, the whole new quarterback thing, I think was its own kind of, in its own way, as big a distraction as some of these other things, even though all the guys in it were the opposite of narcissists. 
fun. Do you um, do you find this to be a more you know? Do we have more glue guy? Do you feel this is a better team than the than the Killer B era? With the- no, I don't. I, I, I don't think all glue guys make a team better than that. Because I mean, not when you're talking about an offense that was dangerous. That one could have scored at any time. The defense had its deficiencies, which is part of the reason those teams didn't go on to win championships. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I would trade a couple glue guys for an offense that uh, dangerous. <laughs> but um, but I mean, but there is something to. But it does seem. It, I'm not sure how Madden defines glue guys, but man, they went out and got like genuinely capable backups at every single position just about. And I don't know what the definition of a glue guy could be other than that. That is a reasonable expectation. <laughs> I, basically, we, we have a better offensive line than in any of those years. That's oh, what 100%. I see. Yes. So that, if that's going to be the glue this season. Well, if you then, want a hot you know, take, it's probably a better offensive line than the one that won the Super Bowl in Super Bowl 43. Well, yeah, or 40 yeah. maybe. You yeah. know? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean it's, it's hard to say that. I mean, it's Samal is great, but he's not a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah. at least not. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's that, that kind of thing. But it, um, but yeah, but it's, it's, it's yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that I, I see a band trying okay. to make their way. A bunch of good blue guys. All right. Just a couple odds and ends here, starting with at Blitzburg. Deontay Johnson and George Pickens were at the Woodland Hills Pittsburgh Central Catholic game on Friday night. Wow. <laughs> did you see what happened afterwards? No, I did not. Someone rear-ended DJ's uh, Lamborghini. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, it would really bum me out if I rear-ended a Lambo. But then if it's like DJ got out and I'd be like, hey, I know you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when I met Chase Claypool with the Ralphs. And I'm like, wait, is this a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> like, well, I mean, I, I I don't like to think it was like a 15-year-old on their learner's permit going to watch their high school game. I mean, it, you know, uh, 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 wow, that that's that's a shame. I'm sorry to hear that. It, oh, I see. Okay, and you have it written on the thing, got rear-ended on, uh, on 376. It's not yeah. like it happened in the parking lot at the stadium. Okay. I can't imagine what it, it must have been foggy. I don't know. There it was a couple car. It was like they called it a pileup, but it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't like a, like a danger. It wasn't a dangerous. Situation no, but something happened where you know these the, everyone was getting rear-ended, and oh, man. man, I hate to be that. You know, someone hits a Honda Civic, but then someone yeah. else is running into a, a Lambo. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. Hopefully, uh, well, I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's insured. I hope. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right, so. Let's go to I want I'm going to give the final No, I won't give the final word. Let's go to okay. AD AB 84. AB it's back. Mm-hmm. With Big Ben it's all love, with Ryan Clark it's all love. You know I love my sensei coach Tomlin. Anything that any of us have said or done in the past is in the past. You, mm-hmm. I think the is this the rehabilitation uh, is starting now. You heard I, me say it's coming someday. <laughs> I I don't think the day is yet because this came after a whole blitz of comments about Ryan Clark, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's so uh, I, I'll believe that Tor has the foundation to begin when there's one of these without, as you use the word, chaos before <laughs> it. Well, you know, be, I, well, I mean. Not that uh, Ryan Clark has been in an apologetic mood lately. Certainly. He apologized and to two lovely of- green suits on the Twitter. Yeah. I like those green suits. Yeah, he got he got promoted to uh, the CW NFL Live. Is that what it's something? No, I don't NFL know. Today. Uh, he was wearing a green suit, multiple green suits. So you know, he apologized about. to Tua, and now mm-hmm. it seems like he's on the AB apology tour at. Mm-hmm. Real Clark 25, Ryan Clark, I say this and I mean it. A.B. is a Hall of Famer. I don't think he gets in on the first ballot because we know how that goes. But for a period, he was one of the greatest to ever do it. 
Um, I think I've said that on this podcast multiple times. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. So, I mean, I, I agree. So you're voting them in. Uh, I'm not doing it for a long, long time. I might do it on my deathbed. <laughs> like it's when I'm in, when I'm in, you know, the, the, the moon, uh, uh, uh nursing home and it's, you know, and uh, my hologram will vote for AB as I, uh, uh, leave this mortal coil. What would, what's more likely to happen first, AB in the hall of fame or AB in the hall of honor? Oh, oh man, that's a great question. It, um, I, I mean, it's easy. The cop out answer for me, what I immediately want to say is it depends on when and how this apology tour starts. I mean, like that's, I, 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 I could see it going two ways. Like it, you know what, actually, no, I, I'm going to say the hall of honor because, and I feel like we were, we might've just been talking about this off the air or somewhere else. It's just, um, how bizarre the hall of fame process is. You need to get a Pittsburgh media figure. I think it's Lolly now. It used to be Ed Bouchette to yeah. stand up for you. And especially since Lolly, as you pointed out, <laughs> is now employed by Steelers.com. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of don't think he's going rogue on this. So I imagine when they're ready, Ready to you know make amends when they feel comfortable with it then maybe that campaign can begin in earnest you know it could be a little older we look at uh louis lips he's like uh, getting a little older maybe mm-hmm. that kind of age so maybe another 15 years right and it's it's or maybe even you know we get to a time years from now i mean it just hit me now because I, I things with iverson you know an athlete that maybe that didn't go as crazy as ab did but i mean maybe there's a documentary series maybe there's a mini series maybe there's an ab looks at ab and it you know and that kind of begins the campaign too like i don't know i would watch that better than the florida doc on netflix that was garbage no <laughs> No, no Joe Hayden, no Marquise Pouncey. Uh, it's hard to believe, yeah. I mean, come there on. Even the other Pouncey, Mike. Gar- I mean, uh, how fascinating yeah. Marquise and Mike are. Yeah. And uh, and it was just an Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow love fest. <laughs> Give me a break. Ugh. I'd rather watch. Uh, I'd rather watch the Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel one was better. <laughs> I, I did watch that. That was a lot more pathos. Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> last. Let's give the last word to at Blitzberg. <laughs> Survey shows 35% of Steeler fans wouldn't date a fan of a rival team. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh, that's pretty ridiculous. But then the more I thought you about it, I was like, about it, yeah. if it's a hardcore fan. Right. Yeah. It's something if it's like, oh, that's the team they grew up with. Oh, okay, we root for them time to time. We have a split thing. But if, but if it's somebody that defines, you know, it's a major part of who they are and what they do, that's something else. Like, like which game are we going to watch, uh, right. you know, on Sunday? I'm, you know, Is this going to be weird in the house off of that? Like, yeah. It, mm-hmm. And, in, you know, if it was, I mean, if it's Broncos, okay, that's fine. Yeah. There's a lot of Broncos fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to what, what else like out here Chargers are hot oh yeah but you know like what about like Baltimore right see that's where it starts to get a little a little dicey Cleveland that's where, it's a lot of things you'd have to navigate within your relationship I mean look obviously here at Witchens talk about we're not telling you to give up on love however you do have to be reasonable about such things I mean you're fir- you have to have priorities it's like yes. first love is Steelers right. you know, mm-hmm. second love you is... can navigate after that yeah, yeah. It's, I mean everything is obviously compromised in a relationship but I mean you know be true to who you are <laughs> I don't think I could do it I don't know <laughs> I mean it would be tough I mean I've, I've been on certainly dates with you know developed fans of other teams but there's always there's always a feeling like ah this, this is it gonna work and I, I don't think it's because like you know uh, 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 their eagle shirt but I mean it's uh, cause going to college in Philadelphia but um but yeah 
Oh, Eagles. Oh, no, I couldn't. Philly, they're the worst. Only thing no, worse. I mean, I could, I could be fine with the Eagles. It's just the problem is, I mean, personally for me, it's not the Eagles shirt you wear. It's the other day of the week when you wear the Flyers one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we've been talking about. True, true. Be lucky, Steeler Nation. There you go. You're very, very lucky. Yeah, indeed. Very, very lucky. I hope all Steelers lucky. fans just heard that from beginning to end. I hope you heard this. What a treasure. <laughs> how lucky you are. You're so lucky. You have no idea how lucky no you are. No idea. None so whatsoever. Let's keep the conversation going, shall we? I am on TikTok. That's really where I'm at. I mean, yeah, I say I'm on Twitter, and I'll re- I'll, re- I'll respond to you on Twitter. Um, so if you want to keep the conversation going, if you want your Blame Canada sticker, and what else? I don't know. Follow me at Kyle Kreis. Greg, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, at Greg Benevent on Instagram. B is in Bravo. E-N-E. V is in Victor. E-N-T. Next week, we've got a special show for you coming up. You know, it's fantasy football season, but... I uh, hate fantasy. It's like, who cares, right? Mm -hmm. So we're bringing you the ultimate all-time Steelers fantasy draft. Mm -hmm. Um, Any Steeler from any era... We're going to put teams together and see who can come up with the greatest all-time Steeler roster. Is it even possible? Uh, It might not be. Or is it even impossible? (laughs) Until next week, keep listening to Yours Coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.